0: Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is Coffee Conversation and Coaching. I'm your host, Christian speaker and life coach, Rebecca Ann Perkins. Here we do a little bit of Bible study, a little bit of Christian life coaching, and have some conversations about topics that really matter. Think of this as your place every week to just get discipled and to grow and know that the teaching that you're receiving is rooted in biblical truth. Ready to cut through all the self-help noise and all the quick fixes that really just waste our time? Good. Me too. (laughs) Let's get growing for your good, God's glory, and so that we can shine our light to a world that really needs it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode where we get to listen into a live coaching call. As a quick reminder, these calls are recorded and distributed with 100% approval of the coaching client. <laughs> um, if it feels a little choppy, the editing, that's because we do edit out anything that feels personal to them or just kind of our introduction chit chat stuff. And we try to I'm trying to just give you the good stuff here. I've had a lot of you begin to tell me that you really like these episodes and you can't even quite put your finger on why, because it's not like what we're coaching on is necessarily relevant to all of you. But I would like to offer to you guys today that part of the reason you love these is because they do really the opposite of everything else that social media does these days. Instead of presenting the perfect edited life Or faith or relationship that makes us all feel less than instead of creating this world where we're all trying to measure up or compare, where there's a lot of shame and guilt that we're not as good as everybody else. By me putting these episodes out there, it's this very potent, very real anecdote to that. It's a reminder that everybody is just like you and everybody has difficult days and everybody's working through something And there's like this exhale that happens when we get to listen in to other people just processing life and faith. So praise the Lord for these women who are so brave. And if anything, I just hope that we start to embody women that accept, you know, life is work. Life is a struggle. Faith is hard. Yeah. Okay. Let's be on this journey together. Let's quit with all the other unrealistic expectations. Okay, enjoy my chat with Cassie today. And as always, if you like this episode, please rate and review the podcast. Please share it with your friends. Go ahead um, go ahead, and check the show notes as well if you would like to book a Christian life coaching consultation of your own or just check out my website and learn more about what I do as a coach or a speaker. All right, enjoy. Yeah, so as
1: previous um just continuing to remember like my voice and being confident in what the lord has called me to do i've um been sort of challenged to do some things a bit outside of my comfort zone which i think is actually super beneficial but just believing in that and not like having a sense of urgency i guess in those things to say this is important. Don't put it off and trust if the Lord is putting these things in my plate and in front of me and on my heart to do them. What and, are those things? So, yeah, so one of the things i um, leading a group uh, with our care nights at church, which is uh, just a lot of different things that people can come for grief, for recovery, uh, did a couple different book studies, um, so that was a huge thing to lead a class in that. But it's so far going super fantastic, so I'm really excited awesome. about that. So and you
0: are then, leading it?
1: Yes, right. I'm leading that. So okay. it's been um, super great. But at first, I was like, "Dude, I'm nope, I'm not the person for this job." Gosh. Like, what? am I got? And but it's it's been really cool. And then the possibility Wait, of just
0: pause there real quick.
1: Okay.
0: Um, how long have you been leading it? Uh, four weeks. Okay. And at first you were feeling a little insecure for the job, but four weeks into it now, um, what have you learned about either yourself or God's like empowerment through you?
1: Yeah. So the first, second week, uh, I found myself saying things and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. This is just who I am. This is how I, and I was like, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? We talked about this a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And then one of the girls at the end of it, so I have them write prayer requests and stuff like that at the end. And she wrote on her little note, you're quit questioning yourself. You're where God needs you to be. Dude, like she's so right. So just leaning into God has me in this place. He chose me to be here in this moment. So to think about what is my role in that and how can I best be there for, for the people in my group and be willing to learn from them too, because I think that's something that's super cool.
0: Yeah. And to stop with the apologizing because really what that is, is, um, a backwards way of looking for validation.
1: Yes. You're right? 100% correct. I mean, at the end
0: of the day, when you're, I'm sorry, I'm just this. And I'm sorry, I'm just that what you're wanting is people in the group to say, you know, no, well, you're no, great. No, you're good, you're great. You're so funny. We like you. And so, yeah, but then you're realizing, right. That that's making it about you or that's distracting them from it being about them. And so just having to sink into and believe like God's validation so mm-hmm. that we can like keep our mouths shut.
1: <laughs> yes. And it's been cool. Like I'm overall like in a, a much better, healthier place in my yeah. life right now. And so when I share some things and I talk about God's goodness and faithfulness um, and like I was like super vulnerable and said, you know, I'm glad you're there, but this is where I am uh-huh. and shared. I was like, thank you. Like you opened up for the whole group because Mm. the whole group then opened up and shared. And it was like the most beautiful moment. And that was just this past week. And I realized in that moment, okay, God, things are happening. You're doing Mm -hmm. stuff in here. I just get to pray for these people and I get to love these people well. And so the relationships that have come just from that have been super cool. Yeah.
0: And and knowing what I know about you, like, I'm sure that your vulnerability and really invites other people in to that place. Like, you know, your unique personality, your unique way of just being like, this is who I am and where I'm at <laughs> um, <laughs> would make you a fantastic leader. And so, yeah, I mean, I love that you, you are doing that. And I love that you're, listening to the prompting of the Holy spirit as he speaks like assurance over you, right? Like you can do this and, and you're watching it bless other people. Um, how does that feel that other people are being blessed by God through you? Yeah, it's, it's been
1: crazy. I have learned to try to take compliments because I am not good at that. Mm-hmm. I get real like uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, stop, oh my God, what mm-hmm. do I do? But uh, when people will say things like, tonight was great, or thank you for this, I just really try to say, you're welcome. Like, thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for that in- That encouragement because yeah. that's not something that I'm like super good at. So just realizing that when people say things, they really do mean it. Yeah. There's no motive behind it or- like, oh, good. Yeah. So it's actually real and just say, thank you. Good for and you. Appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's been cool. And I will say the biggest thing that in every like relationship and in this class and in other things, working with people, I have said probably 3 billion times <laughs> that I will lead into, you know, a couple years ago, I did the, the life coaching stuff and, Really worked through some stuff. And the biggest takeaway was, love you. Like, I love God. Now let him love me back. So I will use that with people all the time. I'm like, do you love God? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, do you let him love you back? And it's, yeah, but I'm like, no, buts. Just let him love you. And so I remind myself of that a lot when I'm, you know, in a funk or questioning, am I this right person? And it's, are you letting God love you right now? Yeah. And sometimes I have to say no. Yeah. And I have to sit down and hush and just let him let me back,
0: which is life. I mean, that's normal. It's, it's the daily drift of us as human beings. Right. And especially when we get busy and stuff gets chaotic and we're not spending as much time with the Lord or whatever, all of a sudden we kind of wake up and realize we've drifted. So, (laughs) yeah, but yeah, that's cool. I'm glad to hear that keep going. I totally like roped you into telling me about the small group. So (laughs) what are the other things that you're feeling like called to do right now that you want to step into or is that? Yes.
1: So that's been super cool. Just a big jumping point. And then, uh, sort of connected to those nights we did, um, a longest night service and I got to, to share about peace. And, and that was really cool, very outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But through that, uh, one of our pastors came to me and he was like, I think you need to think about doing some writing. Mm -hmm. And I laughed at him and said, no, I don't, I don't do that. And he said, Mm -hmm. no, I really, he said, as much as you journal and as much as you share with people and as much as you love the Lord, like I think people would connect to some things that you do. And so I ignored that for a couple of weeks. And then it just kept coming up and kept coming up and kept coming up. So I've been talking with some other ladies that I'm super close with about actually creating a Devo for the women to start kind of as the women of our church. So mm-hmm. we're hope. So it would be like women. And I want it to be about like the women in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So a Devo about women of hope from mm-hmm. the women of hope. So sort of working to create this Devo that we can use in some capacity, and it's probably going to change 3 billion times before we land on it, but how like the the spiritual leaders and the, the moms of the church, if you will, and then even the younger, like our college students that just are super biblically sound and want to pour into people, how we can create this Devo to share with these women, and to encourage and build up, and see how women are impactful in the Bible, and they teach us so much, and to to just talk about it and love that and share about it. So now that I've actually said it out loud, like here,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's
1: a little bit more real. Um, so so yeah, so that I just I'm just super super excited about what that could be and look like, um, and have a couple of people that are saying, have you have you looked about this anymore? Have you prayed about this anymore? Mm-hmm. Have you done any research about this anymore? Which holds me accountable when I get like, oh, "It's fine, that was a pipe dream. I'm not going to do that." Yeah. But know yeah. like I think this is something that that He's really put on my heart. So, yeah.
0: Like, have you prayed about it? Have you spent time with God about it?
1: Oh yeah, we've sat and had long conversations. Um, okay. About yeah, so I there's been several times when I'll be like, well, what if I do this? Or what if people get upset? Or what if people, you know, I've what ifed myself to death. And it's like, he looks at me and says, but are you listening to what I say? It's it's right. not really about this. He's like, if, if you're doing this for glorifying him right. and for what he wants to know. And so I've really tried to just not be like, this was, the first idea that came to my mind and this is what it has to be. Mm -hmm. But if it needs to evolve into something different or not happen as fast as I need it to, or maybe faster than I think it can to, to be willing to have those conversations and to hear other people's opinions and not take it as like a criticism. If they don't agree in a certain way or they have ideas And to take it as like, these are things to think about because sometimes I just will be like, well, then it's just not a good idea and forgive it. But that's, that's part of the process and that's part of the growing and the figuring it out. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It sounds, it sounds a little bit to me like you're, you're um, learning or experiencing more and more as God is like putting you more and more, not in the fire, but uh, using you more and more that you're having these more palpable moments of like whose opinion really matters to me. God's. Yeah. Is. Um, because I know that's, I mean, that's a, a challenge or a temptation trial, whatever you want to call it for a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, if you were to let other people's opinions, you would be all over the place. You'd change your mind a thousand times. You'd never get anything done. Like human, every human has a different opinion. You know what I mean? And so learning like, I'll consider what you had to say. Sometimes people have great stuff to say. Sometimes they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what is your, I mean, I would love to just talk to you more about that specific thing, you know, writing a devotional. Um, But before we do, how does all this fit into the fact that you had, you know, technically a stress-induced health (laughs) issue a month ago?
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> um, we, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell me the truth. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like processing. Um, I very much was in a season. So this happened at the beginning of February and the month leading up to that, I found myself in the back in this cycle that I used to get in of we have to be involved in everything. We need to be at every event. I need to do all the things for all the people Uh because I love them and they like when I'm there. And I have to be this for like this kind of mom and this kind of wife and this kind of, you know, leader in the church. And I don't want to miss out on X, Y, or Z. And Mm -hmm. so I could literally feel my body saying, you need to slow down. You need to rest. You've been leading a lot of things. You need to do this. And I didn't listen. So he slowed me down by that or however you want to look at that. But
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I've, I've really in that capacity and how that affects my little world. um, I still struggle to need to depend, like, to rely on people, like, I like to be the helper. I don't necessarily like when I have to stick to a schedule and people take me places and do the things. And a couple weeks ago, I just really struggled with this tension, I guess you would say, of I'm in a healthy, like, spiritually, emotionally healthier place now than I have been probably ever in my life with solid Christian women Mm -hmm. friends that we would literally go to the ends of the earth for each other. And so feeling like blessed in that, but then at this and fighting this like super spiritual, God is going to use this in every way and life is so good. And God is so good and faithful, which I do 100% believe, but there's still the emotion of, that's frustrating to me. I just don't want to do this right now. Um, And the enemy just sort of creeping in and that of, well, if you can't do this, this, and this, then you're not gonna be able to do this, this, and this. And Mm so using, I became very um, content is not the right word. Um, Stagnant, I think maybe be a better word in the sort of realm of, I mean, I sat in Well, had that conversation with my husband too, but said in the office a few weeks ago, and one of these books we're reading was talking about like your big dream. Mm-hmm. And in my brain, I was like, I don't even have a big dream. Like I must not have anything. And there's like, there's nothing that I'm really doing right now mm-hmm. because I'd allowed this health issue to deter me from what the Lord was trying to teach me. And I had put this sort of barrier up. And so now, because of my limited flexibility in getting around, I actually have more time as far as like writing and studying. Yeah. I had the same amount of time before. I didn't use it wisely. (laughs) But I have this time now where I can, my, my husband loves to come at me with you can look at this as an obstacle or an opportunity (laughs) and sometimes that irritates the bejesus out of me but a lot of the week we were talking about it it just sort of Mm -hmm. clicked to me that like yeah this could be an obstacle or an opportunity so I've actually spent in the past week or so more time like reading and doing character studies and telling like sending messages to to these women and being like okay i really need y'all to pray for like this let's pray for these women let's pray for what this could look like so Mm. it's actually and it always ends up like that you know Mm. things that you think are just gonna Mm -hmm. they actually turn out to be super cool things so i just go in that ebb and flow of
0: yeah yeah, again so. which is normal I mean I think the ebb and flow is normal they're getting to those moments where we're just like so passionate about God and life and all the things that we sometimes burn ourselves out on that passion and then we get discouraged like I mean the ebb and flow is normal do you feel like you're um recognizing the lies or like pulling yourself out of the desert moments quicker 100 percent
1: and but i attribute a lot of that to to the journaling yep. because i've started we created like the women's wing at work so we all have this big huge shared space and you can all see like when we'll come out of something we're like <laughs> and we write things down but it's i'm like oh, we all do the same thing but the the writing for me just to get the emotion out to process it Mm-hmm. And then I can go back and read and sort of decide, is this really important and serious or right. I just be in a petty Betty and I've allowed myself to feel this way. Right. So I definitely do feel like where before I would get in a hole and not even realize it yeah. until much later or project things or have actions that until somebody brought it to my attention right I wouldn't realize or I would deny those feelings where as now I I feel it but I process it and I'm like I don't want I don't want to be in this space yeah I want to to process this and use it
0: yeah once yeah once we start to feel that healthy like baseline of peace and God loves me and just like joy it's way easier to sense when we lose it or when it's off or when we're spiraling and so yeah the fact that you're catching that spiral and just like okay journal Jesus like let's figure out what's happening here
1: yeah Uh, we've been studying exodus at church and uh, I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like I just don't get why they kept questioning what the Lord was going to, like, they just kept questioning God, like, why are you doing this? And why no. is this not happening? And I'm like, it's plain, like he gives all these signs and all these things and it's uh, saying, all. and then like mid sentence, I stop, and I was like, that's me. I, right. I do the same thing. I'm right. like, why was, why is it so easy for me to like read the Bible and be like, these people I don't understand. Like people are we crazy. So and then I'm over here, like, I don't know why he's not telling me anything. And then I realized, oh, I've not read my Bible in right, you know, today I haven't read my Bible yet. I'm like, hmm, I've not had my quiet time with God. Hmm. So, and that was another my husband is the man of wisdom. I was in a pity party and talking about, you know, not driving for me, like, that's where my quiet time was. That's where I really talked to the Lord. I I listened to to my songs and et cetera, et cetera. And he says, well, maybe the Lord doesn't want you to spend your quiet time there. Mm -hmm. And I say, excuse me. And Mm -hmm. he says, are you really undistracted in your car driving down the road? Even if you're quiet and talking, are you really focused on him? And I did not like that statement but it was 100 correct
0: yeah so, he's right.
1: yeah I'm like oh darn you so yeah but it's it's true like when when I start to and that's another thing I'll notice like now if I if I start to get in a funk or you know whatever I that's the first thing I think of is yeah. how much time have you spent with Jesus which was not always the case it was yeah. you know somebody else if they wouldn't have done this or if this person if that wouldn't have happened yeah. but now it's more like okay well let's yeah. check your heart you know
0: which is humility by the way i mean i'm he that's instead of saying it's somebody else's fault or i'm just not enough how much time have you spent with jesus is really an acknowledgement that like a the word of god is true because the word of god tells us that we need to abide in the vine and it admits that we're like human and we have limitations, right? Like it admits right. it, it every time you're saying, how much time have you spent with Jesus? You're acknowledging that you can't do this stuff on your own. And that's humility. Um, And that word for some reason has been in my head now for like 20 minutes, as you've been talking about like <laughs> the, the burnout that you experienced, you know, a month ago, and even these new opportunities that God is presenting to you. I think he's taught you, through his love a lot about humility which is not insecurity right and it's also not pride it's um i guess my question for you is like how can you be humble going forward and how will humility going forward prevent you from burning out
1: hmm yes i think really and this is in one of the the chapters in the book that I'm doing right now too, is um, admitting like every single day that I'm not in control. Mm-hmm. Like I am powerless to change my past or I am powerless to control other people. Um, and that, that I really need God. Like it's not a, Oh, I could have it if I wanted, but there right. is, like I need food and water. I need Jesus. Yes. And the dependency, uh, which I think in a lot of other things in life, you know, dependencies aren't necessarily great, but being okay and knowing that I can depend on him and he is trustworthy. And that last part is something that I've always struggled with is the trusting factor, but um i've in my in my a lot of my journaling too is stop trying to put human characteristics on an unhuman god right so when when i start to think well you know will he let me down or does he not want to hear this like he's god and you can't begin to fathom how to compare him to anything because you can't i mean like it's god it's whatever so to need him Mm -hmm. is is a really cool thing to say that like I get to need him. Like there's one thing that I can rely on in whatever is going on, whatever has happened. Um, and, and he is good and, and he's faithful and trusting that even in the crap, um, like this is completely probably off that topic, but it, it just popped into my brain thinking of like, in, in the biggest brokenness and in the hardest things, like how he's been good and faithful. And for me to realize how bad I need him is in these friendships that that I've had and I've, I've created and mm. he's put in my life. We had a, a really good friend that tragically passed away
0: mm.
1: in June mm. and um, was literally an angel on earth. Like she was the best human we probably ever knew, will know. Um, mm. But her passing helped a lot of us to just realize the importance of community and um to just deeply love each other and lead people to Jesus and so this this group of there's six of us that have just become super close Mm. um that in some capacity she was a part of our kind of a connector to all of us um closer with some and others but just Mm. showed every single person the love of Jesus and she was so like our little girl loved her, she brought kids, I, I don't know, I could talk about her for hours, yeah. but um, her passing, bringing us together was, and the dependency that we had to have on the Lord to get us through it
0: mm-hmm.
1: was huge, and it just, it made us sort of all realize like how precious life is, and how precious relationships are, and to learn that it's okay to be vulnerable with each other, Yeah, and it's, It's good to be in community with Christian women and to, to Mm. trust each other and to say like, guys, you know what? I screwed up in this or I'm not okay right now. And I really just need you to pray for me. Um, And that's been another cool thing that, that I've really leaned into a lot lately, I think is um, a lot of people say, I wish I could do more than just pray for you. And my response to that is like that's legitimately all I want you to do. Yeah. Because that's the best thing you can do for me right now is pray is yeah. to to go to God on my behalf. Yeah. Um because that's what I need the most. And and I need so and being more intentional in my in my own life and saying, not just I'll pray for you, but let's pray right now. No, um, so so yeah, that just
0: isn't it amazing how God uses things like someone's passing, which again, you know, by human standards and by the world standards, it's like, how does, how do bad things happen to good people? And why would God let stuff like this happen? And yet when you live through that and you realize that God does make things good come out of it, or that God makes all things beautiful in his time. Yeah. It deepens our need for him our, our humility in front of him, our trust in him. Mm -hmm. so you know I'm not glad that you guys had to go through that or that she passed away she right yeah okay um but I am you know I'm glad to hear that that brought you guys closer together and it made you learn something new about God and how he's enough yeah yeah um it sounds like kind of overall, I mean, I know you were in leadership when we did coaching a couple of years ago, particularly mm-hmm. the youth or the college. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Both and. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, it sounds like um, God is giving you bigger or more kind of um, influence or leadership opportunity. Do you feel like that's what's happening?
1: Yeah. It's been definitely transitional maybe is a good word. Um, because previously, like I, we didn't really have, um, a, so our youth was sort of in transition at that point, but then our, we didn't have a college pastor that that was specifically devoted to that. Mm-hmm. And we do now and he is incredible. And the things that, that they're doing are wonderful. And so I've sort of still very involved in that ministry, but have sort of taken on a different role is just like the college mom mm-hmm. versus leading specifically in that, which was rough at the beginning, finding mm-hmm. my place in that and feeling like I wasn't needed. Um, but again, learning how to communicate with dudes and girls <laughs> and we communicate so differently. And like one day we were just struggling and one of the other guys came in, he's like, it's all semantics. Y'all are both saying the same thing. It's yeah. all semantics. Yeah. And I said, take your semantics out the door. But, <laughs> but it's so true. Like just realizing that our end goal is the same to bring people to Jesus and to share Jesus. But when other people have been given this opportunity to lead and to grow, to to be okay with that and mm-hmm. to say, like it's not a bad thing as our roles change and move and but it's it's just a natural thing that happens and there was you know a couple months where I was like nobody needs me and I got in a very big pity party which came into relationships which is what obviously the enemy wanted yeah but learning how to have conversations and in transition and sort of like this is my place like this is where I can serve right now mm-hmm. and to see how it's evolved has been really cool um because what I'm doing now is a little different um with leading in different areas but still yeah. being able to to be the mom and to say like I love you guys and I'm here for you like I'm not leading in a particular way but they know you're there for them leading. yeah like I um yeah I got to drive to the beach on a saturday with a couple college students and baptize uh, a girl who I love dearly in the ocean in the middle of the darn winter because that's what she wanted to do so just drove came back it was was a great little time but um just realizing that just because it looks different doesn't mean that it's bad or wrong or whatever it's it's just different and so that's, that's, that was a very growing moment
0: for me. Humbling. So, so many growing moments. So many growing
1: <laughs> moments. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't really love it all the time because it kind of, you know, pushes me out of my comfort zone and makes me yeah. handle things. But long-term, it's, it's probably really good.
0: It's not probably really good. It is really good. <laughs> it's very, very good. And it's life, you know, I mean, it's, um, yeah just embracing all the growing moments with humility right like yeah. god is and you know this now like you know god is working something out in you there will be fruit at the end of this um and the more and more that you experience that and kind of claim it the more and more you'll again recognize it every time it comes your way um With your personality, with all the people that like you and all the events at church that you run and all the people that want you at all the places, how, again, this word humility, and I know you're like a high functioning person. You can do a lot. So we're not comparing you to other people. Like you need to have this many hours of self-care a week, or you need to have this (laughs) alone time with God, forget other people. We're all made uniquely and you, you can do a lot and you do do a lot. But in all humility, do you need to be saying no to some stuff?
1: Probably yes, uh, and that's that's really difficult for me because I feel like maybe there's a little like FOMO in that, like mm-hmm. I might miss totally. something that's super great, and oh my gosh, um, but the it goes back to I think the letting people down. Um, And if I'm, if I'm not there, is it going, and that goes. is it going to appear to other people, but that's not what matters. Um, yeah. So I think that there definitely needs to be time and I've I've learned to schedule things a lot more lately because I've had to, Mm -hmm. um, but where I have to just like, you know, like I, I can't be there. And be okay with that mm-hmm. and not because I always feel like I need to give an explanation of why yeah. I can't be involved or do that. Yeah. And that's not really necessary. Like mm-hmm. I know that, mm-hmm. but actually just doing it, like I can't be yeah. there tonight. hope it's great. Love you guys. Yeah. Um, and I think honestly, Oh, this makes me get to my ugly parts of myself, but previously especially when I was teaching um and would you know go to things or whatever and was in my own brain was like well if they're not coming they just don't even care and mm-hmm. so or it will people think that about me knowing what I used to say when mm-hmm. people never showed up to anything mm-hmm. um but so realizing that that's some some ugliness in myself that I have to deal with that, you know, maybe this is a good lesson in teaching you how to have grace
0: with people, but, but yeah, so, and, or there might be some people who think that big deal, right? Like there might be some people who think that there might be people out there who are still works based, have to do all the things anxious, stressed out, depressed, and mad about the fact that you're not. Or judge you for the fact that you make things a priority. Um, But again, I mean, yeah, I think with how hard you push yourself, asking yourself, what am I afraid of missing out on? Am I really afraid of other people? Like, because part of your identity, I mean, this is a little bit of an identity thing for you. I think part of your identity is that you're like always happy and always outgoing and always funny and always there. I mean, like it's fundamentally, I think who you are that you kind of like do all the things and show up. Um, right. hundred percent. Like you're an extrovert. You're all the, all the things. <laughs> and unlike some women who do that in a really burned out state, like just for affirmation all the time. Um, I think it actually comes pretty naturally to you. Like that is how God has made you. And that's cool. But what, like, I, like you had a stress induced, like health issue a month ago. So, <laughs> um, Yeah. Asking, asking yourself and really, again, kind of sinking into what if it did shift my identity a little bit? What if I became the woman who inspired other women to have good boundaries and good self-care and they all realized I was changing. Like I'm still funny and happy. And when I get around people, I'm actually, I have a fuller cup now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm even, I'm even pouring out from a more full place, but I'm not the, woman who people compliment, I mean, you probably have phrases in your head of things people have said to you, like, Oh, I wish I had your energy. Like, do people say stuff like that to you?
1: 100%.
0: What else do they say?
1: Um, uh-uh. well, usually they say, I don't know how you do all these things. Right. And I say, I say, yeah, I don't really know either. Or but you know, a
0: backhanded sort of like ego stroke. Right. I no, mean, that's yeah. not backhanded. That is, so that's
1: it. That ego. is. It's like, <laughs> I don't
0: yeah, yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 and you know, and then a lot of the things are more like that people say are more geared to, like, just ask Cassie. Like, if I could say how many times people say, go ask Cassie, she'll know.
0: Mm. Which so you know, all the things and you do all the things, and this really <laughs> impresses everybody.
1: So, I'm like, yes, thank you. Just and it's you know, very much, um, I, my husband reminds me all the time, you know, he's like you don't have to do them, but I'm like, but I do because I think there's a piece of me that it does make me feel good about myself that I can do all the things. Um, and then be reminded, well, you can't complain about it. Then if Mm -hmm. you like to do all the things, don't complain about doing all the things like, but I'm tired. So I think for me, like the, the, um, I guess it was, maybe it's a question, but Almost daily, I think I probably should ask myself, like, what are you afraid of missing out on? What can you, like, what should you miss out on? What, and I don't even know at that point if it becomes missing out on because there's gonna be something maybe even better that replaces it just in resting and just in
0: totally going
1: outside for a walk. Yeah, And being by myself and refueling in that capacity. So like, um, I may should add that to my daily routine of like, what, what is happening to sort of like non-negotiables, you know, mm-hmm. maybe like when, when you have like relationships or do things and this is a non-negotiable, right. this is a, we can work it out. And this is an absolute, you know, so maybe I should do that. Day, especially weekly but maybe even daily like yeah. like what is what you have to do what you can choose to do and then what's what okay are you doing
0: just to like impress other people yeah right or to maintain this identity this this um perception that other people have of you that you can somehow do all the things i don't know how you do it all it's magic yeah or i don't you know it all yeah because all this like, um, sort of leadership that God is, I think, opening up to you and asking you to step into a small group, maybe writing a devotional, just the way that he's using you, because as you trust him more and embody his love more, you know, you had an opportunity to share in front of the whole church about peace. Is that what that was?
1: Um, yes, uh, it wasn't the whole church. Oh Lord. Mm-mm. <laughs> but the, uh, it was a good many people at a care night It was our longest night service. So Uh,
0: So yeah. Um, yeah. So as these things present themselves, like you're going to have to get way more strategic about where your energy goes,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know, if you're going to get good at, I'm talking like really good at the things God has asked you to do, then you need to focus on just the things God has asked you to do. And again, I, I think the challenge for you will be asking yourself, like, oh my gosh, does that sort of change my self-perception or the way that other people think of me? Let me know what you write down when you write it down or if you need me to re-say it. No, I just said, if you're
1: going to be good at what God has asked you to do, then what does that mean that you need to not focus? And I abbreviated a lot of this. um, to, To give up or to not put as much focus on.
0: Yeah, what I said specifically, I think, if, I don't know. I don't know. We can rewind. We can rewind it. We've recorded. <laughs> I think I said something like, um, you're going to have to get good at where you put your energy.
1: That was it. Thank you.
0: You have, you have limited energy, right? And that again, this is kind of where the humility comes in. I have limited energy as a human. I have limited time. Of course, we have God's unlimited, you know, we have access to an unlimited God, but we are humans. We do have limitations. God is asked you, is, is asking you to do some things. And if you want to do them, and still have any energy left for your family and still have just joy and health, physical health, and to be a good example for other women, right? Like mm-hmm. you you now have other women who are kind of watching you and sure it's a good ego stroke for all of them to be like, we don't know how she does it, but is that really leading them well? Or is that just leading a bunch of women to a bunch of exhaustion? <laughs> You guys enjoyed that episode or you have questions, comments, suggestions, email me. I check my email every day and I will respond to you. You can reach me at podcast at rebecca-ann.com. That's podcast at dot ecom Drop me a line. I cannot wait to hear from you. And I might even read your email on the air. Also, don't forget to rate this show, review it, share it with friends. Let's keep getting this type of teaching out there into the world. I need your guys' help to do that.